Welcome to 1869, the Cornell University Press Podcast. I'm Jonathan Hall. This episode, we speak with Cecilia Kapashkin and Ann Lester, the editors of our exciting new series on medieval history, Medieval Societies, Religions, and Cultures, with the intention of fostering the best historical scholarship that focuses on the medieval past as multidimensional. This new series will prioritize work that investigates the profound interconnectedness of religions, politics, cultures, social lives, and context, ideologies, and materialities that shape the human experience between 300 and 1500. As a way of framing new narratives of the past, series editors Cecilia Kapashkin and Ann Lester will seek out and cultivate scholarship that breaks new historical ground by highlighting these relationships and that foregrounds links across methodological, disciplinary, evidentiary, and geographical divides. Cecilia Kapashkin is professor of history at Dartmouth College. She is the author of The Making of Saint Louis, Kingship, Sanctity, and Crusade in the Later Middle Ages, and Invisible Weapons, Liturgy and the Making of Crusade Ideology, among others. Anne Lester holds the John W. Baldwin and Jenny Jokins Associate Chair in Medieval History at Johns Hopkins University. She is the author of Creating Cistercian Nuns, the Women's Religious Movement and its Reform in 13th Century Champagne. Hello, Anne and Cecilia. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jonathan. Thanks. Hi, John. Thanks for having us. We're, we're excited to talk to you about the new Cornell series, Medieval Societies, Religions, and Cultures. Tell us a little bit about the backstory of how this series came about. It sort of came up, I think, about three, three and a half, four years ago. I might be extending that a bit too long. Um, when Mahinder uh, mentioned to uh, me that he was looking to start a new series or revive a series in at the press in part because the older series uh, that was run by Barbara Rosenwein called Religion and Power in the Middle Ages had sort of folded up. And Cornell has been such a, had such, for such a long time, had such a strong reputation uh, for a kind of cutting edge version of medieval history. Now, Anne and I have both published in that, in, well, not in the, the Religion and Power series, although Anne was your, um, uh, but we have both published our first books with Cornell, and uh, Cornell has always done the kind of history, the kind of medieval history, which was most akin uh, to the kind of work that I was doing, most interesting to me. In fact, when I was told, way back when, when I was doing my first book, how to choose a press, I was told to sort of go through your footnotes and see who is publishing the books that have most excited you. Uh, and so the whole idea of starting a uh, Series or sort of thinking about a series for Cornell was enormously engaging, thrilling, um, and so I approached Anne uh, about whether. I mean, I don't when when Mahinder mentioned it to me. I don't think he was asking me to whether I was interested in it, but I, you know, my ears perked up. Um, and then Anne and I were talking about it just because it was so. So Anne has been one of my most um, valued colleagues in terms of thinking about not just the very specific kind of history that I was doing or she was doing, but sort of what our profession was doing. And 
the idea of thinking about medieval history and where medieval history is going with Anne in particular as kind of an intellectual partner was super exciting. And Mahinder seemed open to the idea and Anne seemed open to the idea. And uh, so we began to think about what is the kind of history that we are doing, not in terms of geographical or time periods, but the kind of texture of questions and the, the approaches to the his, to history that um, attracted us initially to Cornell, attracts us to each other's work and attracts us to work out there. We began to try to think about what it would look like to run a series that, that, that privileged that approach, those questions, that, that texture um, to history. Anne, does that? Yeah, um, I think that somewhat fits the timeline. Um, certainly, you know, I had done a lot of editing work of different edited volumes and served as an editor for Speculum for a number of years. And so for me, I knew um, from my own work as a scholar that that kind of engagement with other people's work and with projects that were um, taking shape and going to grow in different directions is something that I really loved uh, thinking about and engaging with. And so yeah, I think that we both kind of realized and observed that Cornell, this press we'd really liked working with, um, people who really, we had good experiences with, and uh, an institution and press that we felt committed to for um, American medievalists uh, and the, the future of American medieval studies. Um, had had this really significant series, that series, you know, had finished and run its course. And so it seemed like a really good moment. And I mean, I think Cecilia and I must have been in conversation with Mahinder sort of independently at different points and then together at different points. And, you know, this sort of was a snowball effect that happened and um, we were all able to meet together and then begin to kind of hash out what this might look like and had a, a, a fun sort of brainstorming session about um, what we even wanted to title the series, and there were lots of different ideas about how to bring our different conceptions of what the Middle Ages were, um, how scholarship should and could be pursued about the Middle Ages, how to, how to kind of bring all that together under the umbrella of one series. So, um, so yeah, it's exciting, and, and we're thrilled that it's come together, um, you know, as smoothly as it did. So, yeah. Excellent, excellent. How do you believe the books in this new series will have an impact on the field of medieval studies? Yeah, so I can start. Um, one of our goals in thinking about this series was to, uh, at least for my part, to think about um, the idea of the Middle Ages uh, as a connected world uh, and this notion of connectivity. Um, and part of that comes out of an interest in a, a new work about um, the, the global Middle Ages, um, the Mediterranean as a space that interacted with Northern Europe. Um, I think Cecilia and I were both pursuing a research project that um, had us think about the movement of ideas and objects and people through and across space. Um, so one of our, our real hopes with this series is that it could foster scholarship that is interested in those ideas and really is able to, to take in a very capacious understanding of the medieval world um, and think about um, how different religious traditions were in contact with each other, um, how different types of people were in contact with each other, um, grappling with challenges or uh, innovating in various ways. Um, and I think, I think the other thing that we feel strongly about with respect to this series in terms of the field more broadly is one of the funnest parts for us about putting the series together was coming up with our advisory board um, and inviting people to take part and, and having the great gratification of having 
everybody say yes, which was really wonderful, um, because it really fostered again the sense of community within medieval studies and that everyone wanted to, um, to take part in this kind of vision of, of broadening and again, connecting the field. Yeah, it was actually uh, one of the interesting parts of uh, thinking about who an ideal advisory board or what who would make up an ideal advisory board was thinking how far afield, both in time and space, we wanted to go. Ann and I are both trained, and our work primarily centers in the in the Mountain West, uh, mostly France, although we've both um, pushed out from there in various projects. But as we began to think about the scope that we wanted our submissions and our books to cover, we found ourselves you know, looking to North Africa and to Scandinavia and backwards to the late antique period. And so in um, brainstorming our ideal advisory board, we really, it was a fun way of thinking about the scope of the Middle Ages and how those different areas need, and we want them to all be part of the same larger conversation about going um, the experience of the past. Nice, nice. So now new books are potentially in the, in the pipeline or you have some ideas perhaps of, of books that you're looking for. In what ways do you hope the new books in this series may potentially shake things up in the field? Well, shake things up is a, a broad uh, or an, a, a category which is ambitious. I'm not sure that's how I would define my ambitions. My ambitions are to be uh, and to foster the, the best quality and the most innovative. Mm -hmm. So I can be skeptical of shaking things up for the sake of saying something new that nobody has said before because people and past historians have tended to be smart. But the new kinds of questions and the new approaches of interdisciplinarity and other all sorts of um, different crosses over between disciplines so I would say I'm not so interested in in shaking things up as doing absolutely the best, publishing the absolute best version of perhaps my medieval history that I'm interested in. Excellent, excellent. The conservative answer. It's okay. Well, I, and I think related to that, uh, because I think the two actually go hand in hand in so many ways. Because I think um, excellent scholarship is is scholarship that's also um, introducing us to new methodologies and to new approaches and new ideas within medieval history. And so that's, you know, another big remit or sort of goal of the series is to promote work that um, brings together two geographic areas or two different ways of conceiving of the past or different source types um, and, and, and kind of gives us the medieval world, again, through a, a new lens, allows us to think about the field um, differently, whether that has to do with ecology or materiality um, or the application of um, different aspects of critical theory to sources that we understand or bringing into conversation two different or three or four different types of, of sources to do that. Um, I also think I'll say for my part, I mean, you know, the legacy of medieval history is complicated and medieval history, medievalism was pursued in the 19th century um, in a, a complicated uh, world where nationalism was a big part of bringing our discipline to the fore and carving out 
the sort of different tool sets and, and, and parts of subfields of medieval history. And it seems to me that um, one of the goals is actually to, to step back, and this is, I think, what lots of new scholarship is doing in any case, um, and analyze some of those really difficult thought roots of medieval studies in general, um, and to give us kind of a, a, another assessment of the landscape and what we can do as medievalists to reinvent and reconceive our discipline. Again, at this real level of, of excellent scholarship, highly researched, um, highly focused and refined thinking, and not, not just kind of off the cuff reactions to a particular moment or a particular political development, um, but really think through what is a complicated history for medieval studies, but then in turn to produce scholarship that, that is reflective of that and, and reflects upon it. Well, I have no doubt that the quality of the, the, the scholarship that you are both going to bring in is going to be of the highest caliber. And we're super excited about you being a dynamic duo of, of great minds leading the charge uh, for this new series, Medieval Societies, Religions, and Cultures. Uh, it was great talking with you. And as I said before, we're very excited to see the books that you guys bring in over the next few years. Thanks, Jonathan. It's a real privilege to do this. So we're, we're really excited. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. And again, congratulations on the new series. That was Cecilia Gapashkin and Anne Lester, editors of our new series, Medieval Societies, Religions, and Cultures. You can sign up to receive notifications on new books in this series, as well as all of our medieval titles, by visiting our homepage at cornellpress.cornell.edu. Thank you for listening to 1869, the Cornell University Press Podcast. Thank you.